Welcome to the Renew You Fit Podcast. I'm Antoine. And I'm Don. And today we're going to be talking about strength training and the benefits at any age. Don, let them have it. You know, this is an important topic. I think when you look at aging properly or active aging, one of the things that is a huge talking point is I think a lot of people have preconditioned stereotypes that they look at if they haven't exercised. Most people don't realize that you can literally add a strength training program and improve your benefits at any age, regardless of your starting point. That is something that I want to say again, because I think there is a stigma for a lot of people in the 40, 50, 60 plus age bracket that think that they're just supposed to decondition, they're supposed to deteriorate. They're not supposed to improve. They witnessed people in their families that you know, were deteriorating and not active or not physically fit. Look, we're in a different state, we're in a different age, and technology, nutrition, exercise science, supplementation, all of these things are huge. And it plays a major factor in your strength training. I want people to know that you can get fit at any age, regardless of your starting point. That's the benefits that strength training can have. Antoine, what are some of the things that people can expect to improve by having a good strength training regimen? You strengthen your muscles, you can strengthen your bones, improve your posture, improve your range of motion. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of that stuff happens with strength training. Yeah, and think about it. You know, one of the things that concerns me as people age that are not physically active is falling. And I think that's something that a lot of people who get in their 60s or 70s, they're concerned about, right? Especially if you're trying to have some form of independence. And that's a word and a theme that you're going to hear throughout this podcast today, independence. That's the reason why we're talking about strength training is I want people as they age actively to be active. I want them to have independence, to do the things that they want. If they like golfing, if they like going out and shopping or working out, they should do things that are going to help them feel alive, be energized, bring something that is going to increase their vitality and give them something to look at. One of the things like you talked about, improving range of motion, I I think a huge factor for most people is the huge benefits to firing up your metabolism through strength training. Let's face it, sedentary lifestyles simply mean you're going to put on weight because you're normally not changing your calorie intake, right? If you've always eaten 1,500 calories because you eat at 6 a.m. and 12 noon and 4 p.m. every day, most people are creatures of habit. I find that for a lot of folks, especially as we ate, you tend to do similar things all the time. What this will do is it's going to crank up that lean body mass. It's going to give your body a jolt and say, hey, listen, it's time to burn some more calories. And it's going to stimulate that muscle fiber so that you can start getting stronger, feel better, have more energy, and be able to eat more and do the things that you want. All through strength training, it does. It's going to do all of that for you. 100%, Antoine. That is the single most important factor for people as they age. Think about this. When you look at strength training, obviously there are benefits. You went through some of them. I just added a few. But we talked about the deterioration of muscles and how they atrophy, right? Shrinking up. It's a simple saying. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? I think for most people, that atrophy portion of muscle is something they're not paying attention to. 
If you don't stimulate a muscle, it's going to get smaller. If you don't use it, eventually you lose it. And your eating habits don't change. The things that you do don't change. That's why your posture, your body type changes. When you're talking about strength training, are you talking about heavy weights? Or what, what exactly is strength training? I'm glad you asked that question. It, it's not just heavy weights. I think for every person, that personal journey, it depends on their starting point. I don't think that this should be intimidating, it shouldn't be overwhelming, and it shouldn't be something that somebody says, I, I've never done this, so I, I'm gonna shy away from free weights. Mm -hmm. I think that's a false pretense that they've learned. The most important thing is to get proper instruction. Get your body assessed, figure out what your starting point is. Think of it this way. If you and I were gonna go to Los Angeles today, it's peak time for traffic, right, in California, Antoine, we go to a GPS, yeah, we could look on a map, right? But we don't know what traffic is like. So think about it. You put in a destination, point B, but it has to define what your starting point is. By understanding what your starting point is physically, you now know the most safest, effective way to get to point B. That's where the use of a trainer comes in. And I think it's beneficial. That's one huge thing that is underutilized in our industry. The other thing that I think most people don't pay attention to with the benefits of strength training is it will actually help you prevent injuries. People don't injure themselves by lifting weights. You're gonna see me get animated on this because mm -hmm. this is my passion. You don't get hurt from lifting weights. You get hurt from lifting weights wrong through poor biomechanics. And I think it's something that most people don't pay attention to. So for me, if you learn how to do something right and you understand what your starting point is, you can progress and there are levels that you go through right the first phase you should look at is balance and stabilization right you're not looking at going out there and moving weight it's balance and stabilization work on postural deficiencies then from there you work on strength getting a little bit stronger each time you do something and then from there you work on getting powerful explosive so maybe you got a grandkid and you got to pick that 50 pound kid up why can't you that's how you build contact is through close personal connections. Don't lose that because you're not strong enough to lift up that grandkid. You're losing out on important things. These are all reasons why strength training is important. So, Antoine, we talked about independence. What do you think uh, one of the key things to independence is? One of the key things is actually more than one of the key things is mobility, agility, and overall strength. So, think about this way, right? When we talk about mobility, what I remember looking at when I witnessed, you know, people that I knew that were different generation, right? Especially culturally, because I come from two complete different cultures, even though there, there's a lot of similarities, I'm half Hispanic and I'm half Greek. When you look at the, the differences in cultures, a lot of it has to do with aging, right? You're not necessarily pushing yourself fitness wise. It's more about other things, right? I wish I could have shared that. That was one thing that my dad instilled in me at a young age, like your dad, that video shoot. It was refreshing to see how fit your father was. Your dad has made fitness a part of his life, which is why you and your brother and your sister are, are active and seeing that. Yes. And you can see the investment that he made in his own personal gym. It's amazing to me. I wish people took fitness that serious. Um, that was something that I learned from that side. The other side, they weren't necessarily physically active. They would go do things such mm -hmm. as boating or fishing or things like that, but they weren't necessarily working out as they aged. 
that was something I wish I could have I could have helped out on because I think a part of active aging is that independence. And then the other thing that I think is important is cognitive skills. Unfortunately, I had somebody that was super close to me. My sister actually posted something uh, yesterday on Facebook that hit me. I was thinking about my grandmother. I shared with you, you know, we, we've had many conversations about uh, having somebody that goes through Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, that was probably one of the hardest things that, that really affected me, right? Um, part of the reason why I got into fitness to begin with was to help my grandfather when he was going through cancer. Well, my grandmother, cognitive skills can improve through strength training. They can improve by increasing blood flow, by doing things physically to challenge yourself, right? Doesn't mean you're going to stave it off. If you have that genetic deficiency, it's going to happen. There are things that you can do when you look at external circumstances that are applied, right? Um, drinking or lack of exercise. There are definite things that impact somebody getting it or having a higher chance. But the reality is genetics is genetics. So right? strength training actually makes you more alert. And it you're, does. And you're active because you're, 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 you're pounding and you're moving your blood and your brain starts reactivating itself. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, think about, think about what happens when you strength train, right? Your body is repairing cells. Mm -hmm. So there's cells all over your body. You have the same things in your brain. Um, it definitely increases blood flow. It releases positive endorphins, um, like energy drinks, mm -hmm. right? Or things when you're kind of lethargic. There are endorphins that are released through certain things. That is nature's natural way of releasing endorphins, that feel-good thing. That is so important, especially as you age. What happens if you age and you're by yourself? You know, these are all factors that I think most people don't look at. Um, being a part of a community when you exercise is important. You remember going when we used to go to the old Valley's gym where I met you. Uh, in the morning, you would see the same folks that would be there. And those people congregated and worked out. And it was an opportunity for them to socialize. It was an opportunity for them to get fit and do something positive and kind of jumpstart their day, right? That habit is a habit that everybody needs to form. And those benefits to strength training are tremendous. So let me ask you this. Was it shocking when you seen somebody, like we, we used your dad as a reference, was it shocking when you see someone, like maybe a friend's father or somebody that's the same age as your dad and you look at them and they look like 15 or 20 years old? Yes, it, it's shocking, but I don't forget that my father's been working out since I've known him. Mm -hmm. So... I just always wondered how did that person allow themselves to get not out of so much shape, but how did they allow that to happen to them when it's, that's my, that's my question. How did that happen and why did they allow it to happen? You know, I, I think that's a, that is a good question that a lot of people don't have an answer to. Um, there are many factors outside circumstances that impact environmental things, right? Um, the one thing that I will say is gyms are everywhere. Virtual platforms are everywhere. We have fitness more accessible than ever before. And there's some really good content and quality material out there. I just don't think people prioritize it. I think they look at other priorities in their life, like taking medication and doing things on a consistent basis. Instead of saying, listen, this is preventative healthcare. Strength training is preventative healthcare. It'll help you. It'll help you from avoiding to take so much medication. It makes you stronger to combat, combat diseases, to feel better. 
to move better, to have better quality of life. I, I think that that's a huge thing. And I don't necessarily know if people realize that. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing, Antoine, that, that I look at is I look back to my grandparents on one side and my great grandparents and it's not like they worked out, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I don't necessarily think it was a good or a bad thing. I just think it was a cultural thing. I think that maybe to them, they were too old. And that's the one thing that I want to remove. There is no barrier for age. I don't feel my age. You don't look your age. When we started this company and founded it, I think one of the things that we wanted to do was remove that barrier. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it's a mental barrier. Strength training is a mental barrier. I think that's the most largest hurdle, and I can speak from experience as a professional trainer, working with clients in multiple different levels, from athletes to senior citizens, there's always a stigma when they walk into a gym that they've gotta be something that they're not, that they're competing with other people. The one thing I always told them, the beautiful thing about strength training, it's like Mozart, it's like music, high level music, mm -hmm. right? It's an art. The only person you're competing with is you. About strength training. There's training, there's strength training, and there's other types of training. Mm -hmm. Is strength training in a way easier because you usually have more time, more rest in between the sets? Strength training can be multiple things. Mm -hmm. When I talk about strength training, it can be done through a hit format where you're using a higher intensity with lower, lower rest. Um, quicker intervals in between sets. It could be the type that you're talking about, traditional strength training, where you're focusing on moving weight and you take larger rest in between and you're not doing the volume of exercises. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, the biggest thing for strength training, and this is the beautiful thing, and, and we were talking about this with our other partner today, strength training is such a beautiful thing because today with exercise science, I just think of four components. You need to do some form of legs, back, shoulders, chest, right? So when I'm talking about multiple movements at one time, I'm talking about multi-compound movements that you use multiple groups. You do you love that multi-compound. I do. It's That's my favorite. It's the most <laughs> effective way to get in shape. And anybody that is focusing on just single joint movements only in their program and splitting things up, they're not going to be effective. For me, a good program should consist of a solid three-day work week where for anybody at any age, if you can invest three days a week for your strength training, anywhere between 10 minutes, spread out a couple times a day. If you can invest 40 minutes, that's great. There are multiple different theories, multiple different approaches to fitness. All you need is three times a week and then move the rest of the week. But you can use kettlebells, you can use barbells, you can use dumbbells, you can use cables, you can use bands. There's so many different ways to accomplish the same thing. It could be body weight. It could be just a static movement where you're holding something and not doing full range of motion. A variety of movements is the best thing. What I call a stimulus is anything that you apply to the body consistently. You're, you're giving it a shock. You apply stimulus through weights, through rest, through cutting back uh, sets, increasing sets, adding repetitions, shortening different things. All of those things are stimulus that you apply. They're all good. What the goal is, is to not have the body adapt to that. Keep it in a constant state of change. Would you say a lot of your strength training comes from powerlifting? Because in you know, a powerlifting, you do a lot of multi-compound mm -hmm. movement. Is that your background? 
I started with bodybuilding. Then I went into to multi-compound movements through strength training. Yes, through power movements, clean squats, deadlifts, those type of things. Um, but it progressed, and it really kind of changed for me after that back injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other podcast that we had, if you haven't listened to it, listen to the one we did on injuries and overcoming them. That changed my whole definition. So for me, it was first body weight coming back. One thing that I learned, and that's the one thing I'll share with the audience in strength training, Antoine, and, and it taps into what you just said, is we're competing with you and you only. You cannot compete with yourself when you were consistently doing something in your 20s, no injuries, and then all of a sudden you're in your 40s, and you haven't been doing something consistently, and all of a sudden you try to live like you did back then, that's how you get hurt. So for me, I had been consistently exercising, but there was a lot of wear and tear, and bottom line is, it just gave up. The one thing I've always told myself though is, injuries are a part of life. It's gonna happen, you can't avoid that, right? Whether you're walking on the street and you roll your ankle, you're gonna at some point have to overcome or navigate something. You're not going to injure yourself doing exercise the right way consistently if you learn your body. And over 40, the one thing when I talk about strength training is listen to your body, right? I'm sure if you had a trainer pushing you and you hadn't been exercising, they're like, yeah, 20, you got to give me 20. Mm-hmm. And at 10, you're struggling. You feel things that feel like you could tear something. Is that smart to, to listen to somebody to tell you to do something that doesn't understand your body? I think fitness and strength training after 40 is important. You can accomplish anything. When you're doing your strength training, is there a max rep set that you um, that you actually have? Is it 10, 15, 20? So when we look at repetitions and how I manipulate those, it all depends. I will do no less than six reps. So I'm not into the one to two rep max. I think um, for me, what I found is that's something at this stage of the game, there's no need for me. I'm not, I'm not going for an award or a medal to lift 500 pounds uh, on a one, one rep movement. So for me, I'll vary six reps. That's if I'm trying to get stronger and change my, my time frame inside the gym where I cut down the amount of time that I'm spending. The majority of my time is going to be in that 10 to 15 rep range. That's where I live. That's I live a lot. In that 10. Yeah. That's a lot for strength training, Don. I do. I live in that 10 to 15 reps. And my thing is incremental improvement. So when I talk about strength training, the one thing you're doing is you're tracking your data. And that's why I love the Renew You Fitness app, especially for strength training. You track your data. You stay consistent and knowledgeable about what you're doing. What I think is important with strength training is staying in the moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't be thinking about what you're cooking for dinner. You can't be worried about picking up the kids or what's going on outside in the outside world or listening to somebody else's conversation. You really need to be in the moment when you're strength training. That's how you avoid injury and focus in on the muscles that you're working. You're talking about avoiding injury mm-hmm. and focusing on the muscle that you're working. So when you're doing your strength training or when you're training someone doing strength training, is it max as far as do you want them struggling on the last one or do you want them to be able to cruise through on that 15th or on that 15th one? I don't want them to cruise through anything. I think it should be, remember, you have eccentric and concentric contraction, positive and negative. Mm-hmm. What I want is for them to be challenged throughout that process but not go till failure. Okay. That's how you avoid that injury. And it's what I call training with a purpose. You have to have a purpose. The purpose is not just to go out there and push weight. We remember even the the body weight one that we did, right? I've done it with you and we were taping. If you are doing just isolated movements and you are providing the tension, you can create the tension yourself Mm -hmm. or you can create no tension. The same thing goes with your weights. 
I think um, what you should do is pick something that is a little bit challenging to get to that 10 to 12, but not where you're going to failure, mm -hmm. where if you don't have a spotter, you're going to dump it. I don't think that's that's wise for anybody unless you're an advanced athlete that has been training for a while, and that's a very specific purpose that you're training for. For the average person in the gym, I think you know challenging yourself with a, a good 10 to 15 reps is probably smart. You can vary that to six. Look for incremental improvement. How do you add five pounds mm -hmm. or 10 pounds on the next lift or another rep? And how does strength training actually help your bone structure? So anytime you're applying a stress, think of weight as adding a stress. The body has to adapt to that stress, whether it's your ligaments, tendons, joints, they have to learn how to handle that workload. And more importantly, your bones. Mm -hmm. So as you age, osteoporosis is one of the key things that a lot of people fear, especially women, right? So how do you avoid degenerative bone disease? Well, you do resistance training. You have to add weight and stimulus applied so that that bone gets stronger and it adapts and it's able to handle that. So if you fall, you don't break something. I think uh, another thing, and I'm glad you asked that, Antoine, I think it's an opportune time to, to talk about this. I remember being young at the gym and seeing people that clearly were elite at what they were doing. I didn't know anything special at the time watching this individual train, but I watched the way they recovered. I was very, very keen at picking up movements, right? I always look at angles and planes when I lift. How do I manipulate an angle or a plane? To me, it's a science, right? I remember looking at some of those folks that were younger and they were driving some crazy weight. And I'm like, dude, how long have you been lifting? Ah, five, six months. I'm like, well, what do you do? And I asked the same thing, like sets, reps, you know, mm -hmm. what, what type of workout are you doing? What exercises do you do? How many do you do? All this, you know, basic stuff that most people will ask. That was the first time I was introduced to steroids. And I'm going to tell you something. It goes back to what you talked about. If your bones, your ligaments, your tendons, your joints are not ready to handle workload, just because your muscle gets strong, quick, doesn't mean the rest of the body, the connective tissue is ready to handle that workload. That's how you tear things. That's how you get hurt. So strength training is about a process. You've got to be able to go through that process, get things ready to handle workload, and you're safe. Think of that analogy that I gave with the person that uses a substance. So the muscle grows quickly, right? But the joints, ligaments, bones, and tendons, they're not ready to handle that. And so that's that, how that, that process you're saying, is that over weeks? Is that over months? I think you, you definitely have to quantify that in terms of months. I look at, I look at 90 day increments. Okay. So any client that I train, it's a 90 day increment. Let's face it, you're, you didn't get out of shape overnight. Uh, you're not going to get in shape overnight. Just because you go move some weight doesn't mean that you're all of a sudden going to be fit. It, it's a process. And the first two weeks, the body goes through changes. The second two weeks, it goes through different adaptation phases weeks three through four, et cetera, right? So that's where you're constantly manipulating all of the things you talked about, weights, rep, rest, all of those things, and even exercises. You could go from a body weight start with a TRX strap to all of a sudden using dumbbells, change the stimulus to a side squat, right? Where you're holding weights to your side or a front squat or a goblet squat. There's multiple different things that we can do with strength training to get you on point. That's why I think having a structured format knowing what you're going to do in the gym, having purpose to what you do is crucial. Don't just go in there and randomly go from machine to machine. That is a waste of your time and that's how you're gonna get hurt. 
I think, uh, you know, most people, Antoine, if you ask them, hey, what, what is your day today, right? What is your day today? What are you doing? What do you think the natural response is from the majority of people? Just going to work, taking care of the kids, watching TV. The debate is on tonight. Yes. The football game is on tonight. The basketball game is on tonight. Well, I'm going to eat with the wifey. I'm going to the club. May work out. I don't know. I haven't been there in a couple of months. Yeah, and so when you when you even go to a gym, right, and you ask somebody at the gym, it's pretty funny. You sit down and you say, hey, what are you doing today? Most of them are like, ah, little this, little this. What, what did you do last time? How much weight did you use? How much rest did you take in between? They don't have an idea. That's why I like structure. And Antoine, the reason why I asked that is that's exactly the reason why we're talking about strength training today. We have a structured format that we put together through the Renew You platform that will give anybody, whether you want an eight-week challenge and you're brand new and you only have access to home exercise equipment, whether you want to go to a gym and you're going to challenge yourself with some advanced equipment, we have gym-based programs. We have an entire structured format so you know what to do and there's no guessing. We remove the guesswork. It goes back to what I started with. If you plan on going from A to B, you may have that destination in mind, but if you don't know your starting point, you ain't getting that. Okay, done. And that's, that's <laughs> the benefit of, of strength training. So the last thing that I would say is, listen, I think the most important thing that I want to relate today to, to the audience is that you need to incorporate strength training regardless of what your starting point is today. It will help you. Body fat is burned in the mitochondria cell and muscle tissue. You need to make sure that you know how much lean body mass you have, how much body fat you have, what is your metabolism, how many calories should you eat, right? How many exercises should you do? Have a postural analysis done, figure out where the deficiencies lie in the body, and then take it from there. Make it a process that goes step one, step two, step three. Don't think out 90 days from now. Think about basic things. I'm gonna commit to working out 10 minutes a day, especially for someone that hasn't done it, I'm gonna to commit to working out 10 minutes a day, three times a week. Then I'm gonna to commit to working out 10 times a day, two times per day, three times per week. <laughs> you said 10 times a day. Or I'm 10 minutes, okay. two times per day, three times a week, right? So they go from 10 minutes to 20 minutes and they break it up. Maybe they work out in the morning mm -hmm. and then they come home in the evening after work and they got another 10 minutes. That's the key, right, is having consistency and building on that. And then if you can allot 40 minutes of time, great. Mm -hmm. But the key is get a consistent three days a week. Track your workouts. Track your progress. Know where you're going. Know where you're starting. And I'll tell you what, focus on the large muscle groups. You're going to be more successful than doing other things. And at the end of the day, just have a coach to help you so that you know what you need to do for you. That's the beautiful thing is this is rebuilding you. And I'll tell you what, there is absolutely nothing better to invest in than your own health and wellness. And at the end of the day, strength training is where you're gonna get the most bang for your buck inside that gym. Well, you got me sold on it. When we're gonna do our strength training workout? We'll be doing it tomorrow, Antoine. Tomorrow. I'm excited about that. Well, I'm not. I'm <laughs> Anything you wanna add on the topic to close it up with? No, just looking forward to that workout tomorrow. Hey, you guys need to check that out. We'll be posting stuff on Instagram so you can see some of the stuff on Facebook as well. So do us a favor. If you like our podcast, make sure you what? Stay in tune. 
And if you're looking this on, if you're looking at this on YouTube, subscribe because we're on YouTube and we're on the podcast. So yes, so make sure you like us, hit the bell, and definitely share it with friends. We like making sure that we can get you fit. We want to give you the latest information out there, and more importantly, help you stay on your path. Talk to you next time. See you.